Good evening, everyone. Broadcasting live. February 24th, 2016. Today we have a quote from the Sanyutta Nikaya. It's a pretty awesome quote. One of those quotables. So in Pali we have Seyatapi Bhikkave Kumbho Anadharo Supavatiyo Hoti Sadharo Dupavatiyo Hoti Bhikkave O Bhikkhus You who have seen the Bhaya in Samsara The danger in Samsara Sayatapi kumbho, just as a pot. Anadharo supavatiyohoti. A pot, anadharo without supports. Supavatiyohoti is easily overturned. Sadharo dupavatiyohoti. With supports, it is hard to turn over. Even so, because a mind without supports, supavatiyang hoti is easily overturned or upset. Sadharang dupavatiyang hoti. With supports, hard to upset. Koja bhikkave jitasa adharo. And what, O bhikkhus, is a support for the mind? Ayameva aryovatangiko mango. This very noble eightfold path. So the noble eightfold path is a support for the mind. The idea the Buddha is getting at here is that the Eightfold Noble Path, the eight path factors uh, work together to support the mind. You can't have a path to enlightenment without all eight factors. If one factor is wrong, if you have a wrong view or wrong thought or wrong uh, action, wrong, uh, wrong speech, wrong action, wrong livelihood, wrong effort, wrong mindfulness, wrong concentration. Supavatiyam, easily overturned. Mind is easily shaken. This idea of being unshaken, this is the essence of essence of the Buddhist path. There's this idea of being invincible. I mean the argument it's the argument given against um, staying in samsara, against seeking out happiness. In, in in impermanent things because that sort of thing is is unstable you know, that sort of thing sort of renders you 
unstable, vin um, vulnerable, vincible, I don't think it's such a word, as opposed to invincible. It probably comes from the Latin vinco, vincare, which is to, to conquer. Vincable mean, would mean to conquerable. Invincible or invincible would mean to, I'm just guessing, uh, not subject to being conquered. So the, the idea behind Buddhism is to find a unassailable, uh, indisputable, uh, you know, the, the kind of state that you can't, that, that is free from danger, that has no opening for attack. So these and this is these are the these are what the supports of the Eightfold Noble Path give. The idea, the claim is through the practice of the Eightfold Noble Path, through keeping to the Eightfold Noble Path, if one perfects all eight of these factors, right view, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right concentration. One is invincible. This, this supports the mind in all ways. That there is nothing that could break through the defenses. Nothing could tip you over like a pot. Now, about the Eightfold Noble Path, you might ask, well, can I just use some of them? some of the supports, or can I work on one of the supports at once? It doesn't really work that way. And the Eightfold Noble Path is a lot more theoretical than it is practical, uh, in the sense that it's important to know about these things. But in terms of practice, you don't just go about practicing one and then practicing the other, or so on. Perfecting one and then, okay, that one's perfect, let's go perfect the other. It's more that when you practice, your practice has to incorporate all eight of these. So if you're practicing insight meditation and you're lacking one of those, then you can, you can know that your practice is, is lacking. It's not that you actually have to practice all eight. Right? In, in, it, in some ways, one way of looking at it is all you need is right view. And once you have right view, the other seven follow along. Another way of looking at it is you start with mindfulness. And when you have mindfulness, then effort and concentration build up. And based on that, uh, all the rest of the path factors. I mean, practically speaking, it's not so simple as practicing the Eightfold Noble Path. You have to understand each of the eight and where they fit in. Because it's not like you can say, oh, my livelihood is pure, so there I have purified livelihood. That's not really what it means. It just is part of... Uh, those things that have to be abstained from that are, are um, vulnerabilities. You need that support. All eight are necessary. And they come through proper practice. It's actually not something you have to worry too much about, like, oh, am I missing one? Or so on. It's good to see if you are missing one. But 
if you practice mindfulness, if you practice sati, if you cultivate the five faculties and balance them and then strengthen them, the Eightfold Noble Path will come by itself. The Eightfold Noble Path is really at the moment when you see clearly, when you just see perfectly for the first time. And it's one moment, the Noble Path, one moment, cuts the defilement and uh, opens the door to Nibbana. Everything after that is fruit, is the fruition. But it's only one moment is the path. It's when everything comes together perfectly in that one moment. They are perfectly supported and the mind is able to break free. So, anyway, we had um, a couple of visitors this evening. A woman and her father came by to practice meditation. Her father, her father I probably made a mistake by teaching them walking meditation first because I demonstrated walking meditation and her father said, Oh, now he's got a, had a, some kind of Scottish accent or something. He said, uh, that's not really what we were expecting now, is it? <laughs> and she said, well, that's exactly what I was expecting. But he, wasn't, he wasn't having it. So I said, okay, you can just sit there. You don't have to do it. Probably should have taught them sitting meditation first. Would have been more palatable, I think. Kind of cute, and he was hard of hearing as well. It was a bit, but um, yeah. So people are coming out. This um, some engineers or something, some group. No, not engineers. Anyway, or some class they want us to. They want to hold a meditation class. Um, yeah, lots of interesting things. Of course, today was Wednesday, so I taught meditation in the gym. Three new people and three or four old people. So people coming back every week, which is great. We had, we must have had eight people, nine people maybe there today. And on Mondays, people are coming. Fridays, not so much. But then Fridays, I do all day. This Friday, I'll be doing all day five-minute meditation lessons, as usual. So if you have questions, come on the Hangout. Thank you, Pandit. I have a question. All right, go for it. So talking about uh, perfections, I was just thinking about the ten perfections uh, the Buddha mentioned. Um, and how they relate? Do they relate to the moment of time, or are they different from these eight um, perfections, which are not really called perfections? Uh, well, these, the word perfect is wrong. He shouldn't have used the word perfect because it's confusing. It's not what the word samma means. Samma doesn't mean perfect. It means right. Uh huh. I, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know the etymology, but it's always it's always translated as right. Perfect, I don't think it has the sense of perfect. No, it means right. There's no question. Mm -hmm. This monk is the only... He's a really good monk, and as, you know, as far as I know, he's on the right... He's, on, he's a good guy. But he's got some odd translation styles. 
So yeah, he's translating Samma as perfect. The ten perfections, the, the word is parami or paramita. And it comes from the word para or parama. Parama means having uh, having no nothing beyond, which means ultimate. So highest. So completions maybe perfections works really well for a translation of parami, but means that which is the highest perfection, really. Okay, thank you, Bhante. Hi, Larry. Hey, Bhante. Good evening. Good evening. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks. So I had an exam this afternoon in the Lotus Sutra. I had a chance to take it apart and criticize it. <laughs> I'd love to have heard that. I wasn't that critical. It can't be. I mean, you got to be fair. We're, we're, we're scholars, so we can't be polemicists or... Yeah. But it's kind of disgusting. The Lotus Sutra kind of disgusts me. I'm sorry. I haven't read it myself. Maybe I could look at it. It's just so obviously... I don't know. It's hard to see them putting words in the Buddha's mouth. Mm. I mean, there's criticism that, well, that that Pali Tipitaka, we don't know that the Buddha said all of it, and I'll agree that some of the commentaries may have taken liberties, but it's not so blatant, so I can't say one way or the other. This is pretty blatant. I mean, they've made up all sorts of new doctrines, and suddenly the Buddha's this, um, I don't know, some kind of angel up in heaven. Everybody in the class is confused, and I'm like, yeah, I, I understand your confusion. It's like, this is Buddhism? No, you know. So this is, for many of them, this is their first introduction to Buddhism, which is a shame because it's all messed up. But he's doing a good job of showing how it got messed up over, over the course of its movement. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think he actually agrees with Mahayana principles, but Mahayana grew up in India. And the Mahayana in India is different from, I think, even the Lotus Sutra. Lotus Sutra is Indian but never really gained much ground in India. Gained a lot more ground in East Asia. But Buddhism in East Asia is an interesting phenomenon. They, cult they developed this idea that the Buddha has three bodies, so he's actually up in heaven and in Nibbana and on earth. And he comes to earth as a, like, it's just a, an illusion. His birth and his 45 years of teaching. And the 45 years of teaching is is uh, lies. Wow. Yeah, that's what Upaya Kusala uh, is. He lies in order to get us to the point where we can hear the truth. He tricks us into becoming arahants. <laughs> because that's the best we can do, because we're too, we're too deluded to understand that we all have to become Buddhas. That's what I mean. I'm not making this up, and this isn't. This isn't actually what the Lotus Sutra says. So, and I'm probably making a lot of Buddhists angry by saying this on the internet. 
But, you know, when has that ever stopped me? That's right. Is this the same thing as the Heart Sutra? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I think the Heart Sutra is better, actually. Isn't that the one where Rupang Shunyatang, isn't that the Heart Sutra? Uh, I, I really I can't tell. I'm sorry. I think the Heart Sutra is... But the Heart Sutra, I don't like it because it's kind of sophistic. It's sophism. Ah. You know sophism? Like... Uh, mm -hmm. Just sounding intelligent, like it says, form is emptiness, emptiness is form. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> and of course they say, ah, you see, you're not Mahayana, so you don't yet understand. And I'm like, go away. I have yeah. no use for your sophism. Okay. It's, it's just it. sounding. I mean, sure, anyone can sound. Uh, I should stop before I get in trouble. This is this is bad. I'm I sorry. had a, an experience like that. Uh, listening to a talk, I yeah. think. I don't well, know when, when if you find you practice, If you practice this, and then you go and hear people talk about emptiness, they don't... They, all sorts of craziness. Anyway, I shouldn't be too critical of other people's beliefs. I promise that I... I always promise that I won't do this. I won't go on and on about other people's practices and beliefs. And I do, don't I? I've criticized Christianity. I think I've gotten into Islam. Judaism, have I, have I torn into Judaism yet? They're all sure. garbage. They're all wrong. Just not the kind of thing you should say on the internet. I mean, I like reading criticism and, of course, criticism uh, of our own tradition as well. I just put a link. Yeah, there. we should criticize our own traditions. Well, I'll be open to it. So, so this is uh, this is something I've been looking at. If in case anyone was interested in criticism of uh, the traditions, I just I found that interesting. It's a Danish page. You know, there's you know something that um, I didn't hear at all, but I caught part of a speech. And I want you all to know about this guy because I'm not supposed to be political. It's another thing we're not supposed to be. But there's this guy running for president of the United States. And he said something, I think it was last night or the night before, that was pretty awesome. I mean, maybe not Theravada Buddhist awesome, but pretty awesome nonetheless. Bernie Sanders. Does anybody know this guy, Bernie Sanders? Huh? He's uh, very popular with um, a lot of the Democrats. Very, um, maybe more so than uh, Hillary Clinton. I think they are the two that are vying most closely for the Democratic nomination. Right. He said, they asked him what his religion was, I think, and he says, um, my religion is that we're all in this together. Uh, when you hurt, when your child hurts, I hurt. Now that is my, something like that, your child is my child, my child is your child. Hmm. Wow. Totally um, breaking down barriers about, you know, it's basically, it's, I guess it's a lot like the, the song Imagine by John Lennon, right? Uh, the idea that um, we're just people. I mean, his, I guess you could you could label him as a humanist. He believes in people, and he believes that 
when we stand together, um, when we come together, when we work together, good things happen. When we cooperate instead of, you know, so he, again, he's a socialist, which means he believes in cooperation. I mean, that's absolutely. The big problem with capitalism is it's, it's about competition. And it, it, it's, it's based on the virtue of competing with each other. as opposed to cooperating, as opposed to working together for the greater good. And so he's all about breaking down barriers, breaking down walls, divisions, um, bringing people um, together to, to, for goodness. I mean, if you listen to him talk, he's honest. If you don't like what he says, you, you, you can't argue that this guy is a liar or a shyster. Or, sorry, maybe that's a bad word, but he is Jewish, I think. Um, yeah, shyster's not a good word. I apologize, but you know that kind of a. Um, yeah, he's 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 honest and um, sincere. You ask, does he want to help people, or does he just want to become president? No, this is a guy who is in politics because he wants to help people. I mean, how 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 awesome is this? How many how how long have we wished or or, or hoped for such a person who? Who wants to lead the people um, out of good, out of the goodness of his heart? You know, it, well, it doesn't exist very often. I can tell you that. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Do you know who who, who are you? Sorry, I've just joined. That's okay. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Do you know who Bernie Sanders is? Yeah, I'm from the UK, and okay. in in my country, it, it's very uh, competitive based. So mm -hmm. it's it's very capitalist in this country. They uh they want to get rid of free healthcare, which uh, is not great. <laughs> so free healthcare here in Canada. Yeah, they want to get rid of it because it's you know, money. That's the again. thing. I mean, what's what's Bernie Sanders' platform? He wants he wants to you know I don't know I, mean, I don't want to get into what he giving <laughs> on, but. To, to care about the fact that there are millions of people who can't get adequate health care. I mean, there's people who are, I get, I, these people are my students. I have mm -hmm. one student who was telling me his mother got sick, and he was basically having to choose between food and medicine and, and rent. I mean, living on a budget that you can't live off of. And the things, he, he, he talks about these things. Who else is talking about these things? And making them platform. There are people starving. There are people, there are, you know, children living in poverty in the richest country in the world. I guess United States is the richest country in the world. I don't know. Um, and and the, there's a, an obscene number of people living in poverty who don't have health care, who can't get an education. He wants education to be free, which is really a no-brainer, I mean, to, 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 to pull a bit of a pun. But, I mean, Education, going back to school, I mean, I've been talking to students here and saying, there are students here in Canada where it's heavily subsidized who still can't get an education, who, who still have to work two jobs um, just to be able to take classes mm -hmm. and, uh, and as a result aren't learning any, well, aren't learning what they should be learning because they're too tired, because they're too stressed. This is, I mean, maybe this is all worldly talk, but if we talk about helping people and, and 
you know, people's spiritual well-being, goodness. You know? Remember Buddhism, all about goodness. And there's a lot of badness happening. There's a lot of um, greed, corruption, and just too much politicizing. People who want to be, who are po politicians just for their own benefit, you know. They, they, they get, they're bought by the rich elite and, you know, they make lots of money giving speeches and you know, holding these dinners and, and, and whatever, I don't know. I mean, guaranteeing that the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. I mean, you can't argue with the facts. The fact is there's lots and lots of people who are very, very poor and that hasn't changed and isn't changing. It's getting worse. <laughs> Sorry, here comes Robin to tell me I'm ranting. Hi, Dante. Robin, Rob, Robin, can uh, you you can talk for yourself? I won't I won't say anything you don't want me to say on on the internet. No, I'm here to say go, Bernie. You're in you're in with Bernie. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I actually I changed my my party affiliation today. I've been a Republican. I was going to say she's a Republican, and we were talking. About Bernie. I changed so that I can vote for Bernie. He's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, he comes I think, about. Hey, if we're any, if you and I are any uh, indication, he's got the Buddhist vote. I think so. <laughs> Not that well, he, he he comes about as close to being what used to be referred to as a true statesman. Uh -huh. So many politicians mm -hmm. are just hay boys for corporate power and wealthy people, mm. and he. Um, it's amazing that he's been able to stay in office so long. It's, I mean, you you you're in office by virtue of the yeah, votes right. of a constituency. So he must have a very enlightened constituency. He, he has like 83 percent of uh, approval rating in his state, or something. 83 yeah. more. It's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. In a poll that came out right after the New Hampshire primary, which he he just won in a landslide. Um, there was a poll where the, uh, the question was, um, are the candidates trustworthy? Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton had gotten like 5% and he had 95%. Right. So no matter what you know, you, you think of his policies, people do believe that he's telling yeah. you. I mean, that, that's, to me, that, that's a very, very important point. Because before we talk about what he's promising, you know, what's his character? You know, because politicians promise everything. All the politicians promise what they think will get them elect elected. I bet he's guilty of that a little bit as well. He knows, well, I have to say this or I won't get elected, even though maybe he doesn't quite believe it. But, um, you know, there's not that. That, that isn't um, a huge question in people's minds because they know he's sincere and they know that the majority of what he, 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 at least the majority, if not all of what he stands for, he really stands for. And that, I mean, that's important. He's not tricking it. He's not, it's not deceptive. He seems to be very much in favor of uh, placing uh, constraints on corporations and uh, throttling corporations, mm. uh, which is so very much needed in this country, the oh. corporate power and the uh, and the the the, the uh, very wealthy, powerful people that are running corporations is is just horrendous. And uh, he's he seems to be in favor of uh, 
of trying to deal with that, which would be really difficult, you know, with with the because uh, president has got to work with the Congress, and we've of course seen the the uh, Obama's difficulties working with the Congress that we have had the last few years, well, and it's other, just the other neat thing about him is he does work well with people. I mean, when you're that honest. He gets things done. He apparently has a record. People mm. saying, "Well, he's, how how could he ever work?" He's got a forty-year record, well, a long record of working with people, actually getting sure. Stuff, which, I mean, that's it. He, he you you said it. He's a real statesman. People, the Republicans appreciate that. Um, <laughs> like, well, some of them. Can well, some of them, them, sure. But you know, he <laughs> work with uh, anyway. I don't know. I I just <laughs> wanted to say. Is um, here's someone who uh, is worthy of support. We need someone out over here. <laughs> yeah. Over in the UK. Didn't you guys elect some socialist as well? Well, we're like very capitalist over here, not very socialist. <laughs> so we've got um, corporate businesses and you know strict guidelines and such. So yeah, it's not the kind of a society that I enjoy living in. <laughs> The UK has a history of yeah fierce very... competition. <laughs> you know, in Denmark, you actually as soon as you leave, what's it called, like primary school? I mean, as soon as you're not really a kid anymore, you're you're going to start getting paid to go to school, paid. like for business school and university, and just enough to to if you have an apartment, small apartment, yeah. and to to. I mean, food. it's an it's really a no-brainer. What what what's the result of that? You know, is the result people who who are unproductive? And no, you have people who are intelligent. And yeah. the problem is, rich people. Well, not rich, but not rich people are not all bad. But greedy, corporate, terrible people want to, want people to be stupid. Yeah, it's really this is isn't that like also uh, like sophism as well? Sorry, isn't that like uh, sophism as well, uh, where where some people hold to the knowledge and want to dumb down other people? That's not, I think, what sophism means. Sophism is when you just try to sound intelligent. That's oh. entirely. Um, okay. <laughs> it's elitism or something, or, or I don't know. There's probably a word for it. Okay, but um, you know, I think there's great. One of the great things that, about America is that rich, pe a lot of rich people do do good things, right? I mean, those people who have gained power, like Bill Gates, for example. You I, apparently he's there's conspiracy surrounding him, so maybe he's a terrible person as well. I don't know, but um, the the ideal of a person who gets very rich from something like Microsoft Windows or Microsoft. Is actually a terrible operating system, but um, <laughs> then to to use that money to say wipe out malaria or polio or you know polio, which yep. is a really terrible, terrible disease. So whether the the facts, I don't know what the facts are, and, and criticisms of him particularly aside, there is a sense of rich people being charitable. I don't know. I mean, maybe that I'm being charitable by saying that. I don't know, but no, definitely. Even like athletes and celebrities in the yeah. United States, yeah. they're very, very 
out in the open, uh, you know, with their foundations. They, right. Many, many people have their own foundations. Mm -hmm. They do good works. It's, you know, maybe it's a little bit for publicity, but someone benefits from it anyway. Well, but, and then you have to, I guess you have to ask whether it's systemic enough, whether it's as, you know, whether it works as well, because I don't know. Some people argue that the government can't, the government is full of, you know, waste and so on. Anyway, I don't want to get into all the, the politics of it, just the goodness of it. And here, well, supporting, I wanted to, wanted to shout, give a shout out to Bernie Sanders for, for his, what seems to be awesomeness. As far as I can see, his heart is in the right place and he walks the walk. He actually does do good things for people. He has done good things for people. He has helped people. Maybe he's a bodhisattva. <laughs> Could be. Could very well be. Anyway. He got Spike Lee's endorsement yesterday. That was Sorry? Great. He got Spike Lee's endorsement yesterday. Who, who is Spike Lee? I've heard this name before. He's a filmmaker. Okay. Right. I think I knew that. I don't know any of his films. Well, He's big on the rap scene as well, just to add in a little bit. Okay. If I if I could endorse a political uh, person, he'd have my endorsement as well. As it is, he has my respect. How about spiritual endorsement? Is there such a thing? Like uh, thoughts? He has my spiritual endorsement, absolutely. I endorse okay. him to become... I should send him one of these books. <laughs> Get Aruna to send him a guide to how to meditate. Yeah, do that. Maybe I'll write a letter to him as well. Not a lot of people do that nowadays. <laughs> Sorry? Not a lot of people write handwritten letters nowadays. That's a, quite a... It's an art form now. <laughs> yeah, well, not when I write. <laughs> Chicken and scratch is more like it. Yeah. You, you could also send him your um, uh, lessons in practical Buddhism. Yeah, I don't imagine he's got a lot of time or interest in reading. This one's kind of practical, so maybe it'll be... Maybe maybe his wife will read it or something. Maybe he's less busy. He's just so busy, it seems. Which is another awesome thing. I mean, he's tireless. He really... It seems, anyway. You know, he's old. And <laughs> very strong. He probably eats healthy. He what? He probably eats healthy. Mm. Right. Well, maybe maybe he would maybe he would like one of these. I'll send him a few maybe. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna say goodnight. Thank you all. Good. Thank you. Have to come up with something interesting to talk about every night like this. <laughs> Good night. Thank you, Bunty. Good night. Good night, all.